What's going on, people? How are we today? Welcome back to another episode of Making Podcasts Great Again. I am your tech stuff guy, Jay Nog, and we are here, of course, with the President of the United States of America, Mr. Mr. Donald J. Trump. Mr. President, how are you today? Travis, good to see you. I'm just curious, where's the crowd? Well, that was... I that was a live podcast that you did last well, week. Well, you know the crowds, you know, we love the big huge crowds, so I'm just wondering why we're not with a crowd right now. Is it you? No, it's not Strike me. Strike one, no crowd. <laughs> Travis doesn't bring big crowds. We love crowds and the crowds love me, so that's not a good uh not a good start to your tech stuff career. Uh, well, I apologize for the, the lack of crowd Unbelievable. this week. Did you listen to the unbelievable live episode? I, I did. Believe it or not, I was there. Tremendous yeah. fan support. Tremendous people coming out to support us. It, it was good. I, I heard that there were a lot of... Uh, Strictly for my mpuggas. Yes. I heard there were a lot of African Americans there. Well, you? you know, if you listen to the fake news, who are the real racists, by the way, They'll tell you, you know, we have no support, but we have tremendous. It was like we had so much African-American support. I was a little nervous. <laughs> you know, it was tipping from that great support to like, do we need to involve the authorities? <laughs> That's how great our support was. Were you happy to see Sarah Huckabee Sanders on her birthday? Well, it was, I mean, a tremendous honor from one of the great people. Um, yeah, I mean, she seemed really excited to be there. You know, she left her husband to come join us for the podcast. And you flew her in. That was very nice of you. Well, of course. Yeah. You know, we'll be reimbursed, but, you know, <laughs> you at least get to use the great Trump plane. Well, Mr. President, you had a one of your rallies and there were some protesters there that were that were kicked out. Do well, you, you know, this? that's what we got to do. Being very rude. But with everything that's going on in the world... I mean, let's let's face it. You were you were listed as obese by your, your doctor. Obviously, you're not a big listener to the podcast. That was a fake news misprint. Obese with a T. <laughs> you he were was ob- impressed by how thick I am and how big. And he said, oh, my God, you're a beast. And then the fake news took that and decided to make it obese, which is couldn't be farther from the truth. Chris Christie, that's obese. That's obese. Well. Mr. President, you eat McDonald's how many times a week? How many meals are there in a week? Uh, well, there's seven days in a week, three meals a day, so that's 21 meals. So 32 meals of <laughs> McDonald's a week. Well, you, one of your it's supporters... one of the great American companies, you know. It's an American company. Of we course. buy American. One of your supporters... Burger King is... I think that's British. Is it? I don't know. I think that's why they have a king. I, I, I think it's American, though. No, they may be. I, well, I've heard it's British, and that's why we support McDonald's. Okay. Well, I think McDonald's is better than Burger King anyway. Well, half a strike removed. That's good news. But you, there was one of your supporters who was escorting these protesters out. Great support. And he was, I'd say, overweight, and you started to fat shame him and make fun of his weight. Is that presidential? Well, I think I made like, you know, a little bit of a joke, but I actually did something I normally don't do, which is I said, he's got a bigger problem than me. I acknowledged that, you know, I'm not putting up, you know, 405 on the bench anymore. Oh, anymore? So, you know, got to get got to get back in there when I find the time. <laughs> you were putting up 405 pounds on the bench? Four big wheels on each side. <laughs> 
<laughs> do you have any any video? Close of grip. <laughs> so it was all tries. It wasn't even chest. That's amazing, Mr. President. I I don't think I've ever seen that. Even NFL linemen do that. Strongest president we've ever. You think Obama could do that? I don't think really. Um, Obama any... would be doing like the uh, you know those those fluorescent plastic weights, doing like a power walk with Michelle. <laughs> like the pink weights. Yeah, those two and a half pounds. Good job, Barack. <laughs> Your mom jeans and your mom walk. <laughs> you, you, walk you, like a mom by Frankie <laughs> Valley in the Four Seasons. Now, you don't think there was anything wrong with how you spoke to that gentleman? We're all having fun, and it turns out the fake news told me that he was a supporter. The big guy was a supporter. So it's all fun. He's still a supporter, so if he's not offended. I just find it strange that... I don't mean to be disrespectful, but you remind Watch me of... It. You're like one of those kids that you grew up with who can dish it but can't take it. Have you ever heard that? Could that kid bench 405 close <laughs> grip? Because I think he can take it. He'll give it, though. But do you, do you understand what I'm saying, Mr. President? When anyone is ever critical of you, you really uh, you react every single time. But when you give it to someone... You don't think anyone should be reacting. You're like, it's a joke. You play it off as a joke. It's a joke. It's called comedic timing. <laughs> when Michelle Obama yes. said, when they go low, we go high, the Trump family has a different saying. What you're saying? Don't trust Kushner's. It's one saying, but that's not the rela related one. Okay. But the other saying we have is, when they go low, drown them in the sewer water. <laughs> And who made that up? Was that was that your father or that was made up by you? Granddaddy Fred Trump. So that's generations that's saying. Well, it's one, not my grand. He was my father. Okay. You know, but uh, Ivanka called him granddaddy, but she was never allowed to call him big dick granddaddy. <laughs> never. That would that would be well, it would be, be false. It, it. I don't. I don't know. To be honest with you, I don't know if he. Well, had a big when penis. you're standing in a room with me, there's only one big dick daddy in the room. And that's that's you. As as I've heard, when when Jared Kushner was on the podcast, he referred to you as Big Dick Daddy. He did. It's the a term whole of respect. Time, which it's great respect. Made me very uncomfortable. Well, that's because you're Travis. <laughs> that's the reason why. <laughs> Apparently. So look, if, our supporters—they love great comedy. They love their president. They're very respectful. So if you, you know, it's not like I haven't made fun of people who I'm great friends with and it's kind of a term you know the man is still a, a great supporter and you do roast every democratic candidate the thing is though if, if you heard one of the democratic candidates make fun of one of the supporters and call them overweight you would go after that though wouldn't you or would you just say oh it's a funny joke if they had my timing maybe if Al Franken hadn't been such a cuck and left Congress <laughs> left the Senate he could make better jokes, but who's going to make a good joke in this group? Beto? I don't think so. Um, who can make jokes? Kokomo Harris, a very serious prosecutor. Yeah. Um, there's no. Believe me, there's nobody funny. Maybe Bernie. Yeah, maybe Bernie. Like that old Borscht Belt kind of shtick. Did you hear Bernie? On he's the too. He's too crazy though. He's too. He's too like. I feel like if you make a joke, he'll feel like that's taking away time from. Income inequality. 
Well, did you did you know that that Bernie made an appearance on the Joe Rogan podcast? Did you, did you hear about that? I did not. Uh, I listened to it. It was it was a really great appearance. Talk about Bernie Bros. <laughs> have you have you thought about? Well, he had Andrew Yang too, so that's a that's a dead end. Have you ever thought about maybe going on uh, another podcast? Well, first off, I'm the president. Right. For for the when the 2020 hits and the election year comes. Oh, in case nobody's heard of me, is that is that no, what not we're about, about that. Just maybe that uh, you can reach um, people more on a personal level besides your own podcast, but going on someone else's podcast. Maybe people don't agree with you. You can actually sway them and actually talk to them and have a lot of time versus like little sound bites here and there, and then these speeches that um, you're forced to give versus actually sitting there and having a conversation with someone where people can really get to know you for speaking like an hour, an hour and a half. Have you ever thought about that? I've gone on Sirius XM. We've done some things there. Mm -hmm. But other than that, I don't think there's any need because everybody knows me. And if I go on someone else's podcast, they'll just take up valuable presidential time when I could be speaking. All right. Well, I guess that makes sense. But just a suggestion. I think uh, people who don't agree with you, I think... uh, Well, listeners, here's what listeners should do. Yes. Okay. I know it's your first time. Okay. (laughs) If you have a podcast, your second favorite podcast, okay? And we've gone on... uh, We've had Black Tips. Right. We've had Rod the Black Tip. You've also been on uh, Pete Dominic's show. Well, that was Sirius XM. Right, but I'm just saying other shows that you've been on. Well, I already said Sirius XM. I was being specific, though, to let everybody know exactly well, the show so you don't get tweets saying to go on that show. Well, if they they love having me there and will be glad to go back. Okay. So you don't speak for the president. My apologies. But if you, well, we accept. If you have a podcast, your second favorite podcast, obviously, because if you listen to this one, you know, obviously we're number one. Tweet that podcast and let them know that they should have the president on. You'd be willing to go on from your fans' suggestions? Well, let them do the work. Can we go off the podcast record? Uh, We're off. Let these assholes on Twitter and Facebook and Instagram, let them do the work for us. That's what's called being, that's called delegation. Okay. So if they love their president, they love their president's podcast, which obviously they do. Obviously. Tweet at, Bro Rogan and uh, John Holmes, you know, the one from Crashing. Okay. And uh, there are tons of popular podcasts out there. All they just do is just go in the top 25 podcasts and just tweet at them. Well, you know, we'd like the personal connection. Like if it's a show you listen to and can make the recommendation, get on Twitter, say you should have Trump pod on your pod. Okay. You want to go? You want to go back on the record and liberty? No, that I think you said it. Let's go back on the record. We're back. We have great fans and yes. they're good people, and we should, uh, you know, if they want, they can at people on Twitter and tell them to have us. That's well, people, you heard them. So. We'll be working very hard, obviously, but if they want to work hard as well, we'll. We're never against hard work. Well, I'm sure you were happy about this news. I don't know if you heard, but uh, Megan Rapinoe from uh, the U.S. Not Woman's. to be confused with big tits Megan McCain. <laughs> of course. Don't, who don't we con- show great respect to, even though her father was a dead piece of shit. 
Mr. President, why do, why do you have to go there? You don't have I to. I said ins- with great respect. But you said with great respect, a, a, a dead piece of shit. It's, that's, that's the exact opposite of showing respect. I could say a lot worse. I'm sure you could, but how about you just say respect Just her talk about her big breasts. Yeah, just talk about her big breasts and well, leave her father okay, out of we'll it. Okay, we'll see. But did you hear that? Uh, I know she was very critical of you during the Women's uh, World Cup run. She revealed recently that her dad actually voted for you. Well, there you go. So maybe she comes from a good family in your eyes? It seems like she probably, you know, is just kind of... Not everybody always turns out great, even if you have tremendous parents who love MAGA. <laughs> what do you think happened? She might just be rebelling. You, you know? think so? I Before mean, she settles down with a nice guy, she's just I, going through a phase. I don't, I don't think she's heterosexual. Well, you know, she might be going through a phase. Just a, a gay phase, you think? Well, you know, like kind of a, you know, we've had other people go through phases. Like before he joined my cabinet, Mike Pence said bad things about me and sucked plenty of dick. <laughs> and now he's a great, straight, MAGA warrior. Do you really? How come you said that and almost laughed as you said that? Nothing funny about that. He is a tremendous and straight Straight as an arrow, MAGA warrior. But you've, you've said otherwise on the podcast I've heard about mother being his beard. And then on the last podcast, you, you actually talked about him watching uh, the Queen bi- uh, bio movie and said that he possibly had an erection when, when watching the movie, you were saying. All true. Then how is he straight as an arrow? Well, it's just, you know, it's a term of endearment. So because he likes him so much, he gets an erection? No, he's, I mean, Pence, you know, once you go gay, you don't really come back. But he's made such tremendous efforts that I thought (laughs) I would call him straight. So for his effort, you call him straight? He gets an A for straight effort. But he was not fan of the MAGA, but he's become a great fan of the MAGA. And I think MAGA Rapinoe, we're going to call her. Maybe she'll, maybe she'll come around and listen to her father instead of, uh, you know, Sue Bird. Well, maybe she will come around. I, I highly doubt it. But I think her revealing that, I, I don't know why she would reveal that. What do you think the reasoning would be for her revealing that her dad voted for well, you? Well, she sees how popular I am, and she's said some very rude things, so she's trying to maybe make a connection, knowing that MAGA is taking over America, that she doesn't want to be, you know, handmaid's tale when, when we win a third term. <laughs> oh, gosh. I know you don't do drugs, Mr. President. Never and I know do you don't, drugs. And I know you don't drink either. Women are my drugs. Well, <laughs> did you hear about this? There was an arrest recently of uh, of a drug dealer, and he was arrested for distributing ecstasy, and the ecstasy pills were in the shape of your head. How do you feel about that? Big pills. <laughs> I'm talking about the head that your your brain, your your skull, 
you're, I don't know which head big you Big pills. Okay, big pills, because you have a big brain? Is that what you're well, saying? I have a pretty big melon. Okay. You know, we have to open the MAGA hat to the, to the last little click. <laughs> the last click? You're a last click hatter? If you want to call it that. Okay, I will call it that. Well, okay. Do you feel, uh, you don't have any feelings towards that? People are trying to get people to do drugs in the shape of you, and you're very anti-drug? Well, obviously, drugs are very bad. Right. We just say no, Mm -hmm. even though the blacks tend to not listen. We say just say no. Well, if you really want to go there, the opioid epidemic in our country is, is mostly white people. Well, that's doctors and companies taking advantage of struggling Americans having a tough time. But then... What's your excuse for for black people doing drugs is they're not having a tough time? Defective, you know, instead of, they're naughty by nature. That's, (laughs) I'll put it nicely. Blacks are naughty by nature. That's why they had a rap group called that. I. So they just, they're more, uh, they're naughty and it's in their nature. Why can't it be the same thing as how you view these white people with the opioid epidemic? Well, because companies... And drug pushers have taken great advantage of tremendous Americans down on their luck. Right. But these African-Americans you speak of, I'm sure, uh, come from poverty, have no, uh, no one to turn to. So drugs are just making them feel better because... They're naughty by nature. It's not really naughty by nature. It's just to escape the hood have you and looked escape at the data? poverty. What was have that? Have you looked at the data? Have a look at the data? Well, yes, I have. They have been doing crime and drugs for a very long time. Right, but you don't think that the way our society is made is is black people are disadvantaged in many ways? Obama was president. (laughs) What does that mean? We're talking years. We're talking since slavery. Denzel Washington... Has made tremendous movies for many years. Just one person. Well, if he can do it, then anybody can do it. Unless they are, as a people, naughty by nature. You're going to stick to your naughty by nature theory? Well, it's a good theory. You know, our struggling whites who it took tremendous corporate pressure and very evil drugs to bring down great white people. You don't think it'd be the same thing with, with with struggling black people? You don't think it'd be the same exact thing? You don't think that they can go through the same things as struggling white people? It's possible. Okay. I think we made a little bit of headway just now. But but I think if we're looking at all the data and all the information, and we have tremendous information, I think you'll see that drug companies really took advantage of struggling white people, whereas, you know, blacks were selling it to blacks. Well, if you if you really want to go there during the crack epidemic there has been proof that the government was putting crack into the streets and was putting drugs into the like ghettos. african governments no like our u.s government the cia they were the putting ugandan state government u.s not, not ugandan our country the united states of america were putting drugs into the ghettos and into uh these african-american communities and getting them hooked on crack. Well, probably because they were naughty by nature, they they immediately wanted to get the crack. But 
isn't that the same thing that you were just saying with struggling people and 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 the government or big business taking advantage? Well, no, this was big business. There's a difference between taking advantage and then just offering to see if people take it. Well, if you were into a doctor and the doctor said, hey, instead of prescribing you 20 pills, you can give a little more money and I can prescribe you 100 pills. You don't think that is similar? Was the patient white or black? I'm talking about these white patients. Well, then it's a terrible thing and these <laughs> doctors should go to jail with the terrible CEOs. But how about if the drugs were just given to the community for people to get hooked on? Well, good on. people would not use those drugs. It, it's, it's, if a guy on your corner says you want some drugs, a good person who's not naughty by nature just keeps it moving. But a good, white, trusting person who's at a doctor, it makes more sense to trust that doctor. So basically, white people tried to do drugs the right way and we're destroyed and we've got to help them. Whereas blacks, basically, were just like, give me the drugs, wherever they are. Well, they were being offered the drugs, kind of like the doctors are offering. Do me a favor, we'll role play. Offer me drugs. Would you like some no, drugs? No, thank you. <laughs> you didn't even let me get the sentence because out, Because I felt like you had a drug-dealing look. <laughs> and that is how a tremendous American deals with drugs. So before the drug dealer can get the sentence Now let's out, pretend role play. You're a doctor. I'm a doctor. Hey, would you like uh, some more Oxycontin? Well, you're a doctor, and I trust you because I'm a good American who believes in medicine. So I will take those drugs. Even though you know a lot of Oxycontin is bad for you? You're a doctor. Right. So I'm going to trust you. But I'm a doctor trying to take advantage of you right now. Are you a black doctor? No, I'm a white doctor. Well, then give me the drugs. <laughs> And it's very simple, and people need to understand that that is what we're working with in the, uh, the two communities, the great white community and the African-American, naughty-by-nature, ghetto community I just, I on just, welfare. I just don't agree with you on that one, Mr. President. I, I think well, it's yeah, very similar circumstances. And well, the PC people will have you believing it's similar circumstances, but it's very different. As I, If you were listening, I clearly made it very different well you just made it different by the color of whoever's skin was offering you the drugs and whoever's accepting the drugs and you're forgetting also if they're doctors which well, is a big factor but it's still easy access to drugs and both are taking them well we'll see <laughs> oh geez mr president well let's get to our next story I don't think this is very nice of you to do this, but you asked your boy, B.B. Tough B.B. Great leader, tremendous Israeli leader. You asked him to deny uh, Ilhan Omar and Rashid Tlaib from entering Israel. Rashida. Rashida. I'm sorry. Typo here. Um, Do you think that's, that's right of you? to deny them. They were probably going there for our country. Let me tell you something. If the squad wants to show up and they're not bringing Ocasio-Cortez, 
then we don't need them. And that's what I told BB. If they're not bringing that skinny reeking <laughs> with the full C's, see you later. You you really have a thing for her, don't you? She's Mr. a very she's. I think she's got to learn a lot. I think she's got a lot of talent. You got to respect her social media skills. And so you her, like her Twitter her bra, hands? Her, her Twitter hands and her and her bra cups. Those are our two favorite things about her. But if if you're just showing up with uh, Talib and and Omar, you know, you don't have to let them in, BB, unless they bring the DDs. <laughs> I thought they were CCs. Well, Sabathia. <laughs> But I, I think, do you think that you can get uh, Ocasio over to the Republican side? I think she would be very beneficial for you. I think she would be a, a great, maybe even future vice president. Well, I thought you were going to say future something else. And if Stacey Dash doesn't want to be number four, <laughs> come over to the orange side. Do you think you could ever lure her over to the orange side, as you say? Probably not. I don't I think, think so. Have you, well, but she is dating a ginger. Uh, so you think she's making steps? Not the best looking guy. Who is he? Do you know who he is? Some cuck who probably, <laughs> and I mean that, we're not using it in the like sense of alt-right. I think this guy is the real deal cuck. <laughs> like he watches that kind I of I think cuck? he's just happy to be along the, court, the Ocasio-Cortez <laughs> ride. And just stands there with his ginger beard saying, whatever you want, honey. Do you think she's setting herself up? They have a, for- a Netflix documentary. It's called uh, Bringing Down the Bra or Bringing Down the House, one or the other. And he's in it. And it's just like, you know, that's why I know I can beat Ocasio. Because you see how I have great looking spouses? You see Melania? Yeah. That's a 10. That's a model. She's very She she's could very be pretty. with anybody. Ocasio-Cortez yeah. shows her weakness because she needs a weak ginger, you know, just standing in the background going, whatever you need, my Puerto Rican goddess, what, you know, and I don't treat women like that. Do you know him personally? I know a cuck when I see a cuck. <laughs> <laughs> but you don't know him. Well, why do I need to know him? Because you're just judging a book by its cover, which... It's called you- judging a cuck by its cover. <laughs> Show title. Uh, do you think she has a, uh, a a big future in politics? Where you think she well, could eventually? She sees Ivanka's surgeon. She certainly could have a bigger future. You think so? She so she needs plastic surgery. I'm what? Doesn't need it, but could. Wait, you know what? Nobody ever complained about a woman with double G's. You, I thought you were happy with her C's. They might be D's. Maybe, or maybe D's. You, Small D's, lowercase D's. So you think she needs bigger breasts to be more successful? I wouldn't say needs, but you know what? I don't, I don't need another uh, you know, two plates on my bench press, but I would take it. What, <laughs> to go up to, what, 495? Four four and then we'll just throw on two of the two and a halves and say, let's make it an even 500. Close grip. 
I, I, w- I really want to see you. Uh, I'd just like to see you put up 225, to be honest with you. Just it's called a warm-up set. That, that's your warm-up, 225? Just bang it out for 10 reps. That's amazing. I did not know you were this strong, Mr. President. Well, this is why people don't want it. They don't want the Twitter hands, and they don't want the hands in real life. I mean, those Twitter hands are very strong if they're putting up almost 500 pounds. That's pretty amazing. Well, I, I guess BB is going to listen to you, whatever you tell him to well, do. Well, unfortunately, BB, you know, because of pressure, went back on it. But then Talib said she wouldn't go, and I said good. And uh, that's where it stands. Was that a game you were playing, saying, oh, you could come in, and you knew they were going to say, we don't want to go, and that was your Well, I intention. said, don't let him in. It would be very weak. And then he didn't. But then he felt pressure. Because as tough as BB is, he's not as tough as me. No. And uh, he agreed to let them in, but then Talib, you know, gave some weepy press conference where she said, I'm not going. And I said, well, and I tweeted this. I said, the real winner is your grandmother who won't have to see you. <laughs> that's what you that's what you wrote. That to is her? an actual tweet. You can look it up. <laughs> it's a tremendous tweet. <laughs> it's very it's tremendous. It's it's very mean, Mr. President. Well, her grandmother didn't tweet back, so she obviously agrees. <laughs> Do you know that her grandmother has Twitter? Well, I don't know what the Palestinians have. Maybe they have Pala Twitter or whatever, but <laughs> she's a big fan of mine, I think. Probably. Now, I'm, this, this kind of bothered me, and, and no one should have to go through this, even you. Illinois State Senator Sandoval. Do you know who he is? Sounds like a rapist. <laughs> well, <laughs> he had a fundraiser, and had pictures of a fake assassination of you. Had a man in a mask with a gun pointed to your head, and it looked like that you were going to be assassinated. And and the the pictures were all over his fundraiser. Did I survive? Well, it's fake. Well, there you go then. Does that bother you at all? Well, it's it's is I mean, when I said that Mexico wasn't sending us their best, you know, Sandoval I think is a Latino name. Yeah, I don't know what where he's from, but it definitely he's sounds He's probably from one of the Mexicos. One of the Mexicos probably, yes. And uh, you know, possibly a Costa Rican Mexican, I don't know. Maybe I don't I don't think that's exists, but yeah, maybe. Well, you know what, then I'm willing to go with Honduran Mexican, and I think the key is this is what the left, when you combine the crazy left with the rapist Mexico, you get a crazy rapist. And you can't be surprised when the left and the rapists Mexicans go and do these terrible, disrespectful things to the country, to the president, to Trump. But that, what would, what would alarm me is that the message he is sending to maybe some crazy nut job out there who does not like you is that it's okay to assassinate the president? That that's what I would be worried about. He is. And what did he do this in? What was the? It was a fun. It was a political fundraiser of his. And it was what? And there were pictures. I think it was like four pictures, like almost like a comic strip kind of thing. Well, I like comics. Yes. <laughs> well, maybe you'd like this one. And the Orange last, Panther. <laughs> the the last one is a person. With a gun, and a, someone had a Trump mask on, and a a gun in the face, like you know, insinuating that they were going to shoot and assassinate you. Well, how'd that work out for Kathy Griffin? 
well, it didn't work out well, but you really you you made a spectacle of her. You really hasn't haven't tweeted at all about this. Well, there's nothing to do. You know, you don't want to give some 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 rapist trying to get credit. You know, we leave him out because he's a loser and he's disrespectful and the Secret Service will hopefully kill him. So <laughs> I don't, you're wishing the Secret Service would take him out? Excuse me. I, I never said wish. She said it's going to happen. No, I said hopefully. <laughs> but aren't you the person who makes the call on that? No, the Secret Service will look into it. That's their job. And if if they deem him a threat and mistake one of his like cameras for a gun, they can shoot him 12 times. <laughs> Why 12? You think it takes 12 to take him out? One bullet for each inch of the giant Cheeto. <laughs> so that's how you take people out? By by your alleged penis size? Not alleged. I said it. <laughs> it is Trump fact. But I don't know why you would go Cheeto. Cheetos are small. Wouldn't you go something bigger that's orange, like a carrot? That's why I call it the orange, the big Cheeto. Oh. Okay, I get that. But me, I would have gone carrot because carrots are a nice size. I don't eat carrots. They're vegetables. So you go the junk food route. It's called fuel. <laughs> okay. You don't throw up 495 close grip without having a giant Cheeto and proper fuel. Close grip. You really want to brag to everyone about the whole close grip part, huh? Well, they got to know. So, it's, but close grip you come is not. In at, you come at, you try to go for close combat, you're getting a whole lot of tricep. Uh, that's a strong tricep putting up four. I don't, I don't even know if anyone in the world actually does that. Well, that's why I'm the best. I, I guess so. Mr. President, the last piece of news I want to visit, which I'm sure we can talk hours about, is your interest in, in buying Greenland, which is uh, Denmark. They occupy Greenland. And they said it's not for sale. But well, you we can totally fuck up Denmark. <laughs> okay, Hamlet, not impressed. Well, you said that we protect Denmark and you're you're almost trying to push your weight around for him to sell. Close grip. <laughs> you're trying to get him to close grip and, and sell you Greenland. You know Greenland, like there's only a few thousand people who live there and most of it is covered in ice. So we'll just look at which ones are the hot ones and push the other ones into the ocean. But what's your real, I, I doubt your real purpose is for the the few hundred good-looking women on Greenland. We want to keep them because, you know, those are the good immigrants. Okay. Keep them as sort of concubines on the island for when we visit. And then we basically want to do, we basically, to quote the great Steve King, congressman of Iowa, we basically want to rape Greenland (laughs) of of all its resources. Is that a quote of his? If Mother Nature was a woman. Yes. We'd be gangbanging her. <laughs> it's uh, called being eco-friendly. Climate is, change. That's your definition of eco-friendly, Mr. President? Well, it's one definition. How much are you going to offer? Because you, you, you actually made this like a real estate deal. You were talking about this. Quote of this. This is like a real estate deal for you. 
to quote Michael Corleone in The Godfather 2. Quoting a lot of people today. My offer is nothing. So you're just going to take Greenland. We're going to take Greenland. We're going to name it Trump land. We're going to paint the snow. The ice is going to be gold and black. Gold and black? Why, why, that's, those are your colors for, for the Trump? The Steelers stole it from me. You, We're thinking about suing them. Except Ben Roethlisberger is a good MAGA guy. But it's yellow. Also the Steelers are yellow. Not, so that's two gold stars. That's, that's, I think it's alleged that he raped someone. I don't think he ever went to court and was ever tried for it. Well, that's the, that's what we, we, we love. Nothing. Remember with Kavanaugh? Right. Our big problem with the great Justice Kavanaugh is that he was an attempted rapist. Yeah, I think That's a weak. little more than that. We like people who do the job, and then it's bonus stars if you get away with it. Well, really don't know what happened with Big Ben. I think it was a sealed and case. A, and according to our great laws, not a rapist. Wink, wink. <laughs> <laughs> so you just plan on alphaing Denmark and just grabbing Greenland. That that's your that's your big plan. When you curl 185 on the straight bar, you can do that. <laughs> Curling 185 too. That that that's big guns. Pretty, how many reps? So that's a three to four rep set. That's 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 for size. Okay. <laughs> so you're going. And for I do both. it with my penis. <laughs> How do you? That's amazing. How you can have that much? You control wrap it over. like a wristwatch and then just work it. <laughs> and you're doing pelvic thrusting, or is it just lifts? It's just the cock. That's amazing. That's that's absolutely. But close grip. We're talking with your hands for the bench, right? About six inches apart. Technically, they're not touching, but it's a close grip. It's not like hands together. Right. I was just making sure your penis wasn't doing the benching. Nope. It's getting sucked while I do the bench. <laughs> It's called multitasking. <laughs> How can you concentrate and lift? Isn't your testosterone be- being drained from you? I got tea to spare. Well, you do you take uh, do you take extra? If by extra you mean another extra value meal from McDonald's, yes. So that's where you get all your tea from. So much fuel. That, but Greenland wants no part of me. Iceland's the one with all the big Vikings who do the strongman competitions. Yes, it's called being smart. I'm not going up there. Even though I could take all of them, Fuckstick von Fuckstingston, you know, would try to step to me and he'd get get a handful. But uh, we're taking the, you know, we go to Greenland, no competition. A yeah, lot I of just, resources. I just no don't, Bjork. I just don't think you're going to, to get Greenland, to be honest with you. Well, you're Travis, the tech stuff guy, so I wouldn't expect you to, to know. Well, how do you think the world would react if Denmark said... It's not for sale. We don't want you to have it. And then you just went in and took it. How do you think the rest of the world would feel about that? Well, they'll go to the UN and they'll say the United States did a bad thing and we're very upset. Is and that the accent for You're Denmark? very bad. That's just the UN, you oh, know, the, okay. fan, the, the official UN voice. Very bad, Mr. Trump. Very not good. We don't like this. We're doing nothing. And what do you think? How would Denmark plead their case? Who gives a shit? I don't know. I thought you not had a, so great Danes. I thought you, I thought you had an impression of Denmark, so I was just looking for it. Please take our, <laughs> please take our hottest women and tell them to please give us Denmark, and we will be nice to the Donald Trump, okay, and give us and please 
please do that and don't close grip bench press us because you are too strong. Denmark Hamlet, beep, pretty pretty Swedish chef. They so basically, they're going to be, you know, they have nothing to do. They can't stop us. And we're just going to pick our time. And, uh, you know, it's Greenland, so no laws against incest. Does 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 Russia and all the other countries know about your closed grip? Putin knows. Putin knows about closed grip. And uh, who from China? He knows. That's why he doesn't talk shit. Have you spoken to Japan since the last podcast? Shinzo, still a great friend, good guy. He didn't care about your impression of him at all. Not I told as I said on the last episode, he was very positive about it, and we actually worked out recently. And he was very impressed. You know, he said, four or five. <laughs> sumo, not this strong, and you much thinner than the sumo. Was that first grunt of him trying to lift 405? No, it's just how all Japanese people start their sentences. <laughs> I was just checking. They just it. go, How do they Good sound when they're morning. lifting? How does he sound when he lifts? And I say, a, you gotta bre- I say you got to breathe out. <laughs> you got to breathe out, Shinzo. That's uh, a big buildup right there. That's crazy. He's a long rep. He's got rangy arms. We've learned a lot today, Mr. President. I, I Strongest learned- president ever, Ocasio-Cortez. Danes are cucks, but not as big a cuck as Ocasio-Cortez's ginger bitch. And, and also I've learned that you, you have a very strong penis, which I did not know of. Not very. The strongest. The strongest in the world. I it not, curls more than most people can bench. That I didn't even know you can... I can't move my penis to make it curl. That's amazing. Oh, well, that's why you're the tech stuff guy. <laughs> well, Mr. President, thank you for joining us uh, for another week. We really appreciate you donating your time here. And if you want... Breaking news, and it's sad news. I got breaking news. Oh, what, what is it? The cop... Who choked Eric Garner. Yes. The big black from Staten Island. Yes. Has been fired. Finally. Why is that bad news? Are you kidding? Our great law enforcement. He, he killed someone. Did you see the video? There were like three cops there. They didn't, he needed to put him in a chokehold like that and keep holding him. There were two other cops standing around. The man wasn't violent. He had well, no weapons Well, then those two cops him. should be fired, if we're being honest, because they were watching a big black and doing nothing. But the, Yeah, I agree. All of them should have been fired. Well, no, no, no. The ones who weren't doing anything, who were just standing there while one brave white was being a blue. No, no, that's not. Blue lives matter, and this, you know, this is De Blasio City, and you seem like a guy. You're, you're done, by the way. With, <laughs> you, you, you had a choice here, and you took the wrong path. So, are you going to step in you're on this? Done. Are you going to get him his job back? Well, we're thinking maybe Secret Service. I. That sounds very scary. Maybe uh, personal security detail. Uh, even scarier. Well, we'll see. We will see. I, I hope not. I hope you just decide to let him. Ben Carson be tries to come too close for a meeting. <laughs> Get him. <laughs> well, so this podcast, before you, I'm sure, like all the tech stuff people, you're gonna give a bunch of bunch of information at the end. I was just this podcast is yeah. dedicated to the officer who so unfairly lost his job. Please don't do that. It's a terrible thing. Blue Lives Matter. 
we are not respecting our law enforcement the way we should. And you have a friend in the White House, whatever your name is, you Italian guy who killed the black. (laughs) Daniel Pantaleo. That's pretty Italian right there. That guy definitely says the (laughs) N-word. So he's your kind of guy? That's not what I said. Okay. I was just... Just asking. So that's breaking news. You don't get a lot of breaking news on the uh, pod. That's that it may not breaking be breaking news. to them when they hear it. Right, but it's breaking but it's as breaking we record. Right now, so yes. they get the real presidential information. Well, Mr. President, like I said before, thank you so much. And if you want to listen to uh, past episodes, you can go on iTunes. We're on Stitcher. We are on iHeartRadio. Uh, we're on Spotify. So check us out. Also, you can iTunes f- has all episodes. Every, every episode. From episode one to episode 69. <laughs> and tell your friends, spread the word. The election is coming up next year, and there will be some special treats in store for 2020 that we are working on. Follow at Trump Pod. Uh, follow at Jay Nog and at JL Colvin. Uh, th- those are on uh, Twitter and Instagram. And on Facebook, it is facebook.com backslash making podcasts great again. And thanks to everyone who came out to the live podcast and everyone who asked questions last week. We really appreciate you. It was a great crowd. And we are going to have more live pods coming up for the election year. Mr. President, do you have anything, uh, anything else to say before we leave, everyone? Well, during this episode, I tweeted the following. Wow, report just out. Google manipulated between 2.6 million to 16 million votes for Hillary Clinton in the election. Apparently, I've lost my fucking mind, (laughs) if that's what I'm tweeting. (laughs) Hey, guys, it's J.L. Covan. That was a real tweet I just read. Holy shit. He's losing it in a real way. As am I. My soul continues to die every week when I have to embody this racist, moronic, evil piece of shit. But we do appreciate you listening. I looked up the stats because we weren't getting our stat emails. Our stats the last two weeks were very strong. Um, leading up to the, the live show that week before and then the live show. So if you're a Pete Dominic listener, if you're a Black Guy Who Tips listener, uh, thank you for coming on board. Hopefully you stay. Subscribe on whatever your preferred platform is. Give us a review on whatever your preferred platform is. Stitcher, we don't have a lot of reviews. If that's how you listen, be sure to give us five stars there. Let's get the iTunes reviews up because we're kind of languishing around 136. We'd like to... And cities, where where are we going to go next year for our little tour? Bloomfield, New Jersey. That's (laughs) where the president's moving because um, the president, uh, his comedy career uh, needs to be buried already. But thank, we do appreciate, we like the numbers. Like I said, uh, the live show was really actually quite awesome. It was great. Um, so thank you to those who came out to that. Um, just trying to think if there's anything out. The only thing we can really say at this point is continue to spread the word. Um, obviously, you listening is a help. But, you know, some of my favorite podcasts have been recommended to me. So it never hurts to recommend. You don't just discover 20 shows Somebody guys says numbers really is like power this. and if we could have power we can make a lot of things happen next year right so they're just each week it'd be nice to just keep creeping up so if you can get one friend who who doesn't listen to listen or one friend who has who listens but hasn't left a review any kind of encouragement along those lines is greatly appreciated um 
And I guess that's it. So thank you for listening. We'll be back next week and God help us all.